0: Good evening. And thank you, as always, for watching. You say hi. Hello. Hello. And somebody does not want to leave the office tonight during devotion, so we will try to get this camera set. Can you say hi, Leslie? Hello. Hello. And. Uh, been a busy day and uh just now getting everything settled in and uh and uh so somebody wanted some some daddy time it looks like she's got some chocolate or i hope it's chocolate on her face (laughs) but uh, uh but as we are quickly coming to the end of this book i just want to say thank you for watching uh, as always, it's... Uh, oh, Mommy's decided to come get her for me. Hold on hold my microphone here. There we go. Thank you. And, uh, and so I just want to thank you for bearing with me all these evenings and uh, uh, listening as I share with you, and, and hopefully it is a, a help to you. Uh, tonight I want to talk to you about um, when payday comes. As an employee, I think one of the greatest days that we have, whether you get paid once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, is payday. The day where that check either is given to you or that check is deposited into your account. But there has probably been a time in your life where you worked some overtime and you were thinking, boy, I'm really going to enjoy this extra money, to realize the government takes most of it. And that becomes a very disappointing day because you have not reaped as much as you thought you sowed. Tonight I want to tell you an even more heartbreaking situation. And that is when you don't sow good seed and the harvest comes up negative. And here in the Bible, the Bible says that you can either sow good things, which God will produce fruit from that, or you can sow evil and bad things, And there's a day where those will come to harvest as well. And tonight when we look at the nation of Israel, God tells them that even though he loves them, even though he cares for them, even though he has been with them out of Egypt and cared for them and gave them pasture and that they have sown and sown and sown. And it's time to reap what they put in the ground. I want to start with this, and I want to end with these verses. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. But through Baal he did wrong and died. And now they sin more and more. And make for themselves molten images, idols, skillfully made from their silver, all of them the work of craftsmen. They say of them, let the men who sacrifice kiss the calves. And God says, therefore. So because of their sowing, idolatry, because of their pursuing the things of this world, He says, therefore, they will be like the morning cloud and like dew, which soon disappears, like chaff, which is blown away from the fleshing floor and like smoke from a chimney. God tells us in his word that when I sow according to the flesh, I will reap according to the flesh. If you sow tomatoes in your garden, you're most likely going to get what? Tomatoes. If you sow green beans in your garden, you are more than likely going to get green beans. Why? Because what you plant, what you sow, is what you reap. And I want to talk to you. Because as we finish this book over this week, probably this week, Tonight I want to ask you to honestly think about the life that you are living. You say, well, Jake, I've lived a perfect Christian life and I've just been a blessing to everyone I've ever met and, and I don't sin and struggle. Look up here, you're lying. We've all sinned, we've all struggled, we've all done things that we shouldn't. And thankfully that the grace of God covers us as Christians. We're forgiven not by works, but we're saved through grace, by faith. We're saved by grace, through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. But I wanted to see you tonight that God says the why. God says the what. The why was their sin. The what was there going to be wiped out. But I want to show you tonight the heartbreak. At the end, you see, my wife has tried to garden off and on over the years, and thankfully this year she did not flower gar or did not plant a garden; she got a butterfly garden, but that's a different a different story for a different day. But there would be years that her plants would be eaten up by oh worms or different parasites or different things, and her crop wasn't as plentiful as she would like. And that was frustrating to her because she had worked and she had planted and she had pulled weeds and and yet that thing happened. But tonight I want to show you that when we reap what we sow and it's not the things of God, the consequences are always more than we could have ever imagined. You say, what does that lie that I'm going to tell how is that going to affect me down the road? I don't know, but I know that sin always has consequences. Well, that uh, inappropriate thought I had, how how is that going to affect me down the road? Well, it will. Well, that decision not to raise my children in church unless there's nothing else going on, how is that going to affect you? Well, I don't know, but the consequences always are found. And listen to what it says in verse 15 and 16 because they are some of the most heartbreaking verses. Though he flourishes among the reeds, an east wind will come. The wind of the Lord coming up from the wilderness and his fountain will become dry and his spring will be dried up. So he won't have any permanence. He won't have any of his needs. And Listen to what verse 16 says. Samaria will be held guilty for she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their little ones will be dashed into pieces and their pregnant women will be ripped open. And you say, wait a second. God just tells them that their punishment is because they were sacrificing human children. And now these people are going to die and their kids are going to die and their pregnant women are going to have babies murdered in the womb. And you say, why in the world could that be the way it's going to happen? Just because God God allows something doesn't mean He causes it. God didn't want there to be war in Israel. But anytime there is war, there is death. I want to speak to this tonight, and it's not political in any sense. Our country has suffered greatly in the last few weeks. The death of 13 American soldiers, which was not, which was avoidable, is heartbreaking. That is a consequence of war, but that is also the consequence of whoever makes the decisions, and I'm not going to speak to who, to make decisions that were wrong. And those individuals' wrong decisions cost those wonderful American patriots their life. And what God is saying to the Israelites is, your sin, your rebellion has brought this enemy army into your homes. And once they get here, they will do what soldiers do. They'll do what heathens do. Not all soldiers are heathens. But when a nation and an army doesn't follow the principles of God, that's why you get the Taliban taking young girls into sex slavery. That's why you see young women that are tortured and beat because they just want to go to school. And that is the consequences of sin. And tonight I want you to hear that because tonight the warning from God is this. He died for you, He loves you, He will forgive you of all your sin, and shame, and mistakes. But tonight if you keep living in rebellion against God, whether it's as an individual, whether it's as a family, or whether it is as a nation, what you reap comes from what you sow. And as a country I weep for the judgment that is coming because of the blatant sin of our country. Wickedness is running rampant everywhere. And God will eventually say, enough is enough. All I can do is control myself in my response to God. All I can try to do is try to lead my family in my response to God. And all I can do is try to be the best Christian citizen that I can. But friends, you can't murder babies in the womb, like it says in this chapter. You can't support sexual sin. You can't build a society that hates the poor and the refugee and breaks your laws and embraces them. But we are. And so tonight I pray that God would send revival, that God would be merciful to us. Because if He doesn't, what you're reading about in the book of Hosea Is coming here. But I'm thankful that when God allows these things to happen, that he doesn't abandon his people. And that's what it says in there. One of these days, he's going to make it all okay. So as always, I just want to thank you for watching. I pray that the Lord would bless you and speak to you and convict you of the situations in your life. And I always say this, and I really do mean it. If you need anything, please let me know. I'm praying for you. I want to help any way that I can. And remember that God loves you. And so do I. So have a wonderful night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.